the customer service, right? I, I run into it a lot, the customer service got on the phone with the cable people, right? There's a pre-recorded message that says, we're gonna monitor the call for quality assurance, right? So as soon as I get a live operator, I tell them, just so you know, I'm recording the call on my end too, okay? You got me, I got you. Behave, behave. Welcome to the One Broken Cog Podcast. Join John and Brian as they share small adjustments that lead to major impacts. Welcome One Broken Cog Podcast listeners. How's everybody out there today in COVID land? <laughs> All right. So tonight, today, we have with us Dr. Kelly Henry. Dr. Kelly Henry, the doctor who makes your business problems go down and your profits go up. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. What I like to think of him as is the doctor who started out cracking backs and now cracks bad service. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Henry. How you doing? I am fantastic, John. Thanks for the opportunity to be on your great show. I oh no, great, it. great to great to have you here. So you you decided to um, to go the route of becoming an author and publish a book on all of this. But let's let's start because obviously with the doctor in front of your name, let's start with where does the doctor come from? What were you doing? And and what was that what was that moment that said, gee whiz, I better change my life? Let's go there. Well, uh, 20 years of being a chiropractor, uh, built up a couple of successful clinics, and I did that on a foundation of serving and providing stellar customer service. I had the fortune of buying out two retiring chiropractors. Unfortunately for them, they were older and, uh, you know, in their 60s and really gone past their prime and sold to me for pennies on the dollar, which was good for me, obviously bad for them. But I made a mental note that, uh, you know, if I was going to get out of the chiropractic game, I wasn't going to wait till I was past my prime and had nothing left to sell. I was going to go out on top. So in 2017, just felt like I was led. It was time to uh, time to uh, sell out and change gears and go in a different direction. So I did that. I've always loved customer service and knew the impact on my business and how how that helped me tremendously. And I've been coached for years, business coaches, uh, personal coaches, and I knew the impact of that. So I just knew when I when I got out of uh, my chiropractic career that I wanted to coach co or coach customer service. And I wanted to be a coach because I knew the impact that that had on me. So mesh the two together and here I am. So yeah, that's it. That's an interesting perspective. So talk for a minute because I, I don't think I really don't think most people would use customer service and chiropractic practice in the same sentence just because, you know, I don't, I mean, if, if you've ever been to a chiropractor, I mean, I, I never think of customer service from a chiropractor's perspective, but help people understand what, what you're talking about. Well, and just a, a little more follow-up, a little more story. When I, uh, I practiced in New Mexico for 20 years. And when I moved to the area where I practiced, it was near where my wife was from, a small community. You know, business has been, many of the businesses have been established for, for years and, uh, a lot of them didn't have to uh, provide great customer service. And okay. so when we moved there, you know, I was doing business with them and I just hated the way they were treating me. And uh, so I just made a decision not 
not from a business standpoint of making, you know, my businesses grow. I just decided, you know what, I'm going to treat my patients different than I'm being treated in these, uh, with these other companies and, uh, decided, Hey, let's, uh, let's just make uh, customer service part of our, you know, kind of part of our shtick, so to speak. And, uh, quickly started seeing the impact on that and, and patients saying, Hey, I love the way you make us feel and, you know, getting referrals and all the great things that come from great customer service. So that's how I basically backed into it. Um, but that being said, you know, like, like you mentioned, not many people will connect the two chiropractic office with great customer service, but each and every business, whether you're a chiropractor or you're selling insurance or you're a dentist or you're selling used cars or whatever the case may be, you are in the perception business. You're selling a commodity or providing a service, but you're creating some kind of perception for that customer. Um, so you can provide great customer service, which makes that customer, that patient, that client feel valued, or you can provide a service that doesn't make them feel valued, but you're creating some kind of perception one way or the other. Um, and that was my philosophy that we are going to create the perception that we value our patients. We want to make them feel very important and make them feel like we are here for them each and every time they were visiting my office. And uh, we fortunately reap the benefits of that. Yeah, I mean, as, as you know, because we've talked about this at our business, One Broken Cog, we're, we're all about getting all these components aligned so that so that your revenue basically increases services, one of them. But it, it's interesting. Nobody goes to a chiropractor because they want to go to the chiropractor. People go to the chiropractor, mm-hmm. like a lot of other things in life, as you said, because something bothers them and they want to feel better. So they want to feel better about the experience. They want to feel better about themselves. So it sounds like not only are you taking care of their physical need, their adjustment basically, which is what it is, but you're making them feel better about the fact that they came to you for that service. So Absolutely. Talk uh, about some of the things, just the simple things that you guys did or you did in the practice. You bet. Well, to piggyback off what you just said, yes, make them feel physically better and psychologically better. Um, the great thing about doing that from a medical standpoint and from a chiropractic standpoint is I actually got better results, um, because we, you know, my staff, as they made the patient feel better when they immediately came in the office and helped relax them, you know, and with a smile on their face and, and greeted the patient, um, it, it caused them to be a little more relaxed and, and to have the good feel or the feel good hormones go in the endorphins and enkephalins and they weren't so tense when I was adjusting them and it helped my protocols, my, my outcomes. So um, that was a, you know, a byproduct of doing what we did as far as our stellar customer service. Now to your question, some of the simple things we did, and this is the stuff that I teach, uh, you know, teach business owners all the time, my clients all the time. Now, let's not make this hard. Let's do the simple things consistently and see the major results because of it. One of the easiest things that a business can do, and what we did all the time, was put a smile on your face. Every staff member needed to have a basically a permanent smile stuck on their face. And I, you know, I tell my staff, hey, it's part of your uniform. You know, as soon as you walk in the office, or actually as soon as you unlock the door when those patients are coming in the morning or the afternoon, hey, that that smile needs to smile needs to be there. And we're not waiting to be happy to smile. We're smiling to make ourselves happy. But a smile is a simple thing. It's simple to do, but it has a great impact. It's a universal welcome. Uh, it makes you look like you're friendly. 
Um, it puts people at ease when they see a smiling face. So that's, that's a simple thing that, uh, that we did. Another simple action, an item that uh, we put into place that a lot of businesses miss as well is, I call it bookending the experience for a patient. So we all know about making a good first impression. And like I've just mentioned, you know, patient walks in, you put a smile on your face and you're greeting them as soon as they walk in and that's all well and good. But many, many, many businesses miss the other side of the, the experience when the patient is paying and they're leaving and, and heading back out into the world where you're leaving them kind of on a flat note. Well, you want to make that endpoint. You want to make a good impression on the endpoint too. You want to leave them with a fan, you know, a fantastic farewell, a friendly farewell, a smile. Then a glad you came in. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Type situation, because really that's the impression that they're ultimately going to leave with, because it's the last one being made. So, book ending the experience is is a simple concept, but again, a very powerful one. There was a, um, I don't know if you caught it, there was an, uh, an article, I, I want to say, I don't even know, two, three, four months ago or something talking about, I'm not going to mention the name, um, but a fast food, not restaurant, but basically fast food takeout, because we're in, we're in COVID time, organization um, had been established, but is growing at a rapid rate and, and actually has been outpacing its competitors in its segment from a revenue perspective and from a margin perspective right? Fantastic. And they were saying, well, what is their secret? You know, is it in the food? What is it? They said, no, they train their employees to do, do, to do two things and two things only. Say please and thank you. <laughs> it's, it's just, it, and if I told you the name of this, this organization, you, you'd be shocked. We're sure. talking millions of dollars just because of please and thank you. Well, you know, funny you say that. That's a chapter in my book. Uh, Matter, matters matter and that that politeness just using please thank you you're welcome yes please no thank you those those five phrases are invaluable because they make they make the individual that you're saying them to feel important and valued and respected them um, they're so simple they're so easy and when I grew up that was you know that was pounded in my head to say those um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we've got away from them, but in my estimation that, you know, those have kind of gone by the wayside. But the other thing with that, with those phrases is, you know, sometimes we'll say them face to face, but we'll lose them on the phone. Uh, we certainly lose them in e email. And then we also very much lose them in text communication. And that's, you know, that's the new trend with businesses with communicating through text for you know, reminders or surveys or whatever the case may be. And that's something that I, I uh, teach my clients that let's put please, thank you, you're welcome in, in every form of communication. Because at the end of the day, a transaction is between two people or at least two representations of people and people exactly. buy from people. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is pretty amazing. Even in the world of e-commerce, you're still you still have a perception of a person being at the other end of that thing. So it's kind of interesting. So it doesn't sound like some of these things are too hard. What kind of results have you, have you seen uh, with, with, things, with simple things? You got any examples? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've had businesses triple, uh, triple their profits uh, and growth. Uh, we've had businesses grow by hundred, hundred K within just a few months. Uh, by putting this, putting the foundation in, into play mm -hmm. in my programs too, just to, just to clarify something, because a lot of people think that customer service, if, you know, 
this all sounds well and good, but to put it into play and to change the culture is just, you know, would be just too difficult and too time consuming and too labor intensive. And it's really not. You know, we just talked about a couple of simple principles that, you know, you can put into play pretty easy. It doesn't take a whole lot of training to have a staff start uh, utilizing these these actions. But what I do is I focus on really the the four key elements that most customers really want um, and that really make them feel valuable. And and that's what we train a business to do. That's what we help them understand and implement. And, it, you know, it's the 80-20 rule. Let's work, focus on these 20 things that are going to have the 80% of the impact. It's not everything you could do. So let's just be stellar in these, these core elements and then watch what happens. So you you mine those for for every customer because every customer is different. Is that what you're doing? Well, no, every customer for the most part enjoys the same things um, as okay. far as being, being valued. Um, you know, there's exceptions to the rule, obviously, but most customers just want to have these certain things happening. Um, and that's what they perceive as great customer service. Um, and that's what obviously helps to create loyalty and referrals and all the good things that come with that. So we just focus on those, those few core elements, help a business become really good at those, and then they can take off from there. So what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about uh, <laughs> the significance of focusing on customer service? Um, well, there's two. Uh, one is from a business standpoint, or both from a business standpoint, but the vast majority of businesses think they already provide superior customer service. Mm, okay. There's all kinds of st statistics that uh, debunk that myth. Mm -hmm. um, now, most businesses do have pieces in play that, you know, they feel like as a whole gives them the makes them feel like they do provide great customer service, but they're not seeing where they're have, where they have the holes, where they're missing, missing the boat, so to speak, you know, and kind of, it, to me, it's more than a myth. It's more like a delusion. Um, Cause if you don't think you have a problem, then you don't want to fix it. Um, and so many businesses are just in that mode where, Oh, you, you know, that's not an area we have a problem. So they don't look at anything, you know, don't look to fixing it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Another, um, huge misconception is that marketing is so much more important for a business than to uh, actively work and train and implement great customer experience or great customer service protocols. And, a, you know, a purpose of a business very simplistically is to gain a customer, to keep that customer in the business, and then to make a profit. Um, and businesses miss that middle point, keeping those customers. And that's really where stellar customer service comes into play. But keeping the customers where the growth and profits exponentially uh, explode from when you're keeping customers in. Marketing will bring in the customers, but customer service will, great customer service will keep them in the business. And so many businesses just focus on that, you know, kind of on that hamster wheel. Let's drive more drive more customers in, drive more customers in. And I, I look at it as they're, they're just sales minded. You know, you have to be sales minded to some extent, but that's all they are. So I, I help businesses shift in more into a service mindset, which consequently is going to help them sell more. But let's, let's shift off of just making transactions and sell. Let's build relationships and serve, which 
again, in the end is going to create more sales than just being sales minded would. Yeah, there's there's a there's a notion that that we deal with in our in the practice um, that there are always two sales on on any given customer unless it's unless it's purely a episodic transaction and those two sales are the initial sale and the follow-on sale and the initial sale will dictate whether or not you get the follow-on sale and if you lose the initial sale you don't get the follow-on sale and they're anywhere from five to a hundred times greater over the lifetime value of the customer than the initial sale. That's that's one of the things that 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 we deal with now. There was there also used to be a, a stat that talked about, and I don't know if it's relevant anymore because I haven't seen it. That said that the biggest reason um, customers leave their vendor, so a chiropractor is, it would be a vendor in that case. The biggest reason mm-hmm. customers leave the vendor is because they believe that their vendor no longer cares about them. Yeah, is that is that still valid? Yeah, it's. You know, I, I just word it a different way. They feel unappreciated. So, I mean, that means the same thing. But yes, yeah, that is the key. They feel unappreciated. They are providing money for a service or a product, and they do not feel valued or appreciated by the the vendor um, in in exchange. And uh, and to be honest, you could extrapolate that to you know any relationship you have in life. You don't yeah. feel appreciated. You know, you don't feel valued. Um, you're gonna you're gonna go somewhere where you do. Yeah, no, that's 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 a great point because it's again people to people. So it's going to happen even if if it's not a buy sell relationship, if it's just a friendship. Even absolutely, that's, that's true. So so you you understood the whole notion of customer service as a business owner. You got out of the business, um, decided to get into this full time. What was the biggest surprise um, that you didn't see coming when you left the chiropractic world and got into into this? line of work what what shocked you the most <laughs> well, um i went from being the you know the man so to speak in my office and you know i enjoyed probably the last 10 years of my practice where you know i did very little external marketing i didn't have to because i had such a, a referral based business based on you know providing great customer service it wasn't because i was the the greatest adjuster right. we were just you know <laughs> we did things right so i was the man and i didn't have to i didn't have to focus on that so to move from that and basically be at the uh back at the bottom of the totem pole um and uh, not a single soul really knowing me and and trying to get my my name out and the word out, um, it it took a little more time and effort than uh, than I uh, anticipated. I knew it wouldn't be easy. It wasn't like I I thought it was going to be immediate necessarily. But um, you know, it was kind of like renovating a house for me. You know, you, it it takes twice as long and it's twice as expensive. You know, than what you anticipate renovating a house or doing some kind of remodel. So same thing here. It's, it's taking me twice as long and probably twice as expensive to to get my name out there. So talk about talk about the structure of the book. Is is this a reference book? Is this a story book? Is this do you read a cover to cover? How do you use your book? It's it's a cover to cover. I'm going to call it a reference book. It's a okay. simple read. It's it's 150 pages. My mentality in my chiropractic offices now with my coaching and then certainly obviously that's involved into the book is I just like to break things down into simple terms, you know, complex issues and let's not make this hard. Let's just be simplistic with it. And so the book sure, certainly mirrors that. Um, again, easy to read. It's not full of a lot, a lot of fluff. In fact, it's not full of fluff at all. Um, it just has simple 
principles, rules, and actions that somebody could sit down and, and easily read it in one or two sittings very quickly, get some incredibly valuable information that's easy to implement um, to start making that cultural shift, laying that foundation for better customer service in their business. And that's what I wanted. I just, I, let's not make this difficult. Let's just start taking these actions. And the, the whole key is, and this is the key for life. If you want to do something, you do it consistently. So take these actions, implement them and do it consistently and then reap the rewards because of it. But I, but I think that the big question, and, and I, you tell me if I'm wrong about this. Um, it might be a reference book, but is customer service a practice or is it a mindset? Both. It has to start with a mindset. Talk about that a bit, though, because I think this is really important. Absolutely. Um, a lot of businesses will look at it as the shiny new object, the you know the bulletin board material for a couple of weeks. The you know the owner will look at it as, hey, I'm going to give this training to my staff, but I'm not really going to be involved in it type situation. And that's just, that's just surface stuff that, that won't go very long. You'll, you know, you, you can't reap the rewards of it because it's not laid as a foundation and it, it it's not going to shift the culture. So it has to start as a, as a mindset. And when I work with clients, I will not, I will not work with anyone less than the owner or the upper managers um, in their training. Um, I won't just come in and work with the staff. Right. Because it just will not be effective if I'm doing that. It has to come from the top down. So it has to make, we have to make that uh, mindset shift and everybody buys in as, hey, this is going to be something that we're going to implement and stay with and move forward with as a, again, a foundation principle. I know I use that a lot, but it's got to be that, you know, it's got to be the something that's built on. Uh, built upon moving forward, not something that's thrown out there for a couple of months and then you move on to some other tactic later on. Yeah, it's a, it, but I think you said it best as it's a it's a cultural change. Exactly. And culture does go all the way down to mindset. It goes all the way down to your heart, quite frankly. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. And, and that's the, you know, when you say that and go into the heart, you know, uh, customer service, the last, I don't know, five, 10 years, uh, you know, that people start calling it customer experience. Let's, let's make a creative customer experience. And that's all well and good. They have customer experience officers and, and, and I'm not faulting that, but for me, I wanted to shift back into, into the kind of the old school and call it customer service because the experience you're creating comes from customer service and customer service is about serving and serving's about what's in your heart. You know, it's putting that person in front of you first um, and, and making them important and doing what's right for them over what you, what you're wanting and your needs at that moment. Well, I think you're, you're also raising another really interesting perspective and that is that, that you can have, um, all of the best social media and say the right things and do the right things in, in, in a, in a non-human format. But it, but if the human aspect of this is not there, then it's going to, it's going to ring untrue. It's going to ring hollow to folks. Um, you have to have, again, the perspective of, Hey, I I'm here to service my customer and my customer is a human. How would I want to be treated as a human? How can I do a better job of that in order, in order for this to really work? So just, 
oh, let's let's go freshen up the website or, you know, let's go put pretty pictures on, on uh, you know, our collateral isn't going to work. It, it's not going to work the way you're talking about it. It might be a short-term fix. You might get a bump in revenue in the short term, but, exactly. you know, are you really going to be competitive and are you going to stay competitive? So. Completely agree. You know, I, I tell my clients and, and it's been said quite a bit here in the last few years that great customer service is the new marketing. Um, the thing about it is, and, and I say this a lot too, especially when I'm doing presentations, I help people kind of understand that, you know, customer service is not necessarily the sexiest thing. You know, it's not the new shiny object. It's not the new marketing ploy. It's not the new sales technique, like I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, it's, it's, it just doesn't seem real sexy. Um, and that's, that's probably true. But it, when you do it right, when you lay that foundation, when you make that cultural shift, it's incredibly powerful. And it will enhance everything else that is going on in the business from the marketing, the sales and human resource and the employees, just the whole culture um, and the whole business will be different when that foundation, that culture is set on serving others. Um, and that's what's remarkable about it. So again, it may not be sexy, but it, it is unbelievably powerful when it's done correctly. And to all of our listeners, as you know, we're all about identifying broken cogs and boy, oh boy, customer service can be a crippling broken cog. So listen to the doctor who makes your business problems go down. That's cool. And your profits go up, but he does it fast. That's cool. Dr. Henry, where can folks find you? Where can they find the book? Absolutely. They can find the book pretty much anywhere books are sold, but uh, certainly on Amazon. You can also find it on my website, drkellyhenry.com. So drkellyhenry.com. Uh, same Dr. Kelly Henry on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Uh, my website, you can find, like I said, the book, but also my programs. You can set up a call and we can talk about uh, if I can, uh, if we're a good fit, if we, if we can work together, learn a little more about me. So Excellent. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your insight. I think it's it's a great it's a great service that you've done because this is really important, um, and and especially right now when folks are feeling so stressed, more so than I think any other time that I can remember. I completely agree. Even when you get on the phone to speak to somebody, that 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 smiling attitude that I really am here to serve you, I, care, I do care about you, is making such a difference in businesses today. Um, and I could tell you right now, since we're all ordering everything online, I can tell you horror stories that you should go call some of these companies immediately. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. We will chat again soon and have a great evening. Thank you, John. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Thanks, sir. Pleasure. Thank you for spending time with us today. We encourage you to join the many businesses that we have helped to achieve their objectives, align their departments, and increase their revenue. You can start by reaching out to us at results at onebrokencog.com. Together, we will make small adjustments that will lead to major impacts to your business, your culture, and your bottom line. 